everyone to the Growth Podcast with your host, your one and only Stephanie Johnson. Today, I'm excited to talk about how to heal with trauma. It's a big, big, big topic, and I'm excited to share wisdom with you guys and some very, very good information to hash through what trauma is and how to heal from it. So first and foremost, I would love to start with some information for the ones out there that are not sure what trauma really is. So the real definition of trauma from the Center for Addiction and Mental Health states that trauma is the lasting emotion response that often results from living through a distressful event. Experiencing a traumatic event can harm a person's sense of safety, sense of self, and ability to regulate emotions and navigate relationships. And there's also three types of trauma, which are acute trauma that results from a single incident, chronic trauma that is repeated and prolonged, such as domestic violence or abuse, and there's complex trauma, which is the exposure to varied and multiple traumatic events, often an invasive or interpersonal nature. So to sum that up, trauma's a bitch. (laughs) All right. So one thing that I like to start with is just to be quite honest and be raw, right? So I saw this quote the other day from this page on Instagram uh, that's called Build Alpha. And I really, really liked it so much that I wrote it here and I wanted to put it into my show. Is It said, get your S-H-I-T together. And what the S-H-I-T stands for is self-care, happiness, inner peace, and your time. And I couldn't agree more. It's absolutely true. Get your shit together, people. Get your self-care, happiness, inner peace, and your time together. And that will result in amazing, amazing transformations. So let's get started. So trauma has many different ways to show up in our body. There's, you're not going to feel all of them, but I'm sure that some people that have gone through traumas can relate to many of these. So I will go ahead and start naming off some of the ways that it shows up in your body so you can recognize and start making a plan as to how to heal from this. So if you've gone through a traumatic event, if you've felt physical trauma, hear me out. So you can have stomach issues, you can have digestive and gut issues, you can have compromised immune system, chronic pain all over your body, hormonal changes, muscle and body tension, memory issues and trouble focusing, like foggy ideas, you're talking and you just lose your train of thought, movement limitations, overall overall health decline, cancer, fibromyalgia, hypnic jerks, dizziness such as vertigo, headaches and migraines, skin conditions, rashes, chronic tiredness, high blood pressure, restless leg syndrome, insomnia, and sleep problems. So those are all things 
and how trauma shows up in your body. And it's crazy. There's so many and trauma affects so many parts of our bodies. And sometimes we're just, we just want to ignore it. We're just, we just don't want to believe that, you know, our body, we're stronger than that. We're, we're not going to let it get to us. But the problem is, is that it actually finds you after years and years of suppressing your feelings. So it's very important to recognize when you've gone through a trauma that you need to heal from it because healing will release all of this tension that you're holding in your body. It's super important. So when you heal from trauma, some people will have to go to therapy. Some won't need to go to therapy. They can heal with a coach. They can heal with self-help books and all of that good stuff but depending on your trauma I would suggest to go see a therapist depending on the severity of it how much it's affecting you and what it does to your day-to-day person if you're completely changed by this event it would be a good idea to go seek some medical help so there's mental psychological trauma and there's also the physical trauma. So physical is if, let's say, you got into a car accident versus mental psychological trauma could be just from any experience. Sometimes it's when you grow up in a house where someone just screams all the time, is always angry, that can be traumatic. Um, Or if someone is just uh, mentally abusing you all the time, uh, whether if it's in a relationship, uh, your parent, whomever, Uh, a teacher. It could be a traumatic experience. So one of the ways to heal or the ways to heal from trauma is to lean on people or someone that you love and trust, someone that you can really pour your heart into that won't take that information against you, that are truly there for you, for your healing and want you to be able to better yourself and that, um, they're always there if you need them, if they're not going to judge you, if you ha- you just suddenly cry because they know your story, they know what you've been through, and they care so much about you and your wellness and your, your well-being. Facing your feelings is the second one because it's normal to want to avoid your feelings towards your trauma. It's, when you, whenever you go through a trauma, it's the last thing you want to do is to think about it. You just want to ignore it. You want to pretend that it never happened. But the problem is, once again, is it's going to catch up to you over time, over the years, and you're not going to even realize it. You're going to notice your body's acting differently. You have pains, you have aches here and there, and you think, huh, it's just related to age. But actually, it's just all that trauma that you kept inside that your body is still trying to digest and it's keeping it's like a knot in your stomach that it's just it won't go away until you take action and heal from it so facing your feelings is a big one it's not easy healing is not easy healing is not butterflies and candy and snowflakes healing takes time it's a process some days are super awesome and you have a powerful surge of energy and you're unstoppable and maybe the next day you're going to be crying in bed all day but that's all part of the process your body needs to release all of these toxins all of this toxicity that you've been keeping inside from something that doesn't belong to you okay 
When it doesn't belong to you, you need to get rid of it. It's like purging it out of your body. And crying is one of the best ways to purge it. You need to release it. You need to be okay with crying. You need to be okay with healing. Because healing is the best thing for your body, for your mind, body, and soul to function properly, to be able to prosper, to be able to see the best in you, to be the best version of yourself. You cannot be the best version of yourself when you have skeletons in your own inner body that you're not dealing with. The third one on how to heal from your trauma is a big one. It's to prioritize yourself prioritize self-care whatever that means to you self-care can mean so many things it can mean a warm bath with bubbles and your favorite scent your favorite oils your favorite candle for an hour every day after work whether it be going to the movies by yourself and taking some time for you going to the spa uh, switching up your nutrition eating healthier giving your body the best nutrition for you, for yourself, for your health. Your body is the only home it has. And if you don't feed it properly, just like gas, you put nasty gas in your car, it won't function properly. Our body is the same way. It functions the same way. If you give it some crap, it will function like crap. Um, Another way of self, another method of self-care is exercise. Now, some people will say, oh, exercise. I don't feel like doing exercise. Exercise doesn't need to be complicated. It could be 20 jumping jacks your first day. It could be going for a a brisk walk, going for a jog, going to take a walk with your dog or your daughter, your son, uh, or just going for a walk by yourself, either in the morning or after work, whatever, whatever it works. There's also meditating, which is huge, 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 huge for trauma. Meditating is has so many benefits. And also yoga. I just recently found out that there's actually a trauma yoga practice. And I find that so amazing. So basically this, this um, yoga for trauma, the positions that you do in this, tr- in this yoga actually releases so much tension in your body and it brings you to awareness. And I just find it super awesome. And I might even ask this woman to come on my podcast one day to discuss it because it, I find it so interesting and so amazing to share this information. I had no idea about this and I find it great. The fourth one on how to heal from your trauma is to be patient with yourself give yourself some grace. Trauma is one of the worst experiences you could ever go through. Why? Well, because it changes you as a person. From the time that it happens to to now, you acquired a toxic situation, a toxic uh, event in your brain. It is embedded in you, in your brain, whether you like it or not. And it's super important to give yourself some grace, to be patient with yourself and to realize, listen, this happened, face the facts. It's not your fault. It happened to you. You're not the cause of it. Whatever it may be, I don't care if it's your boyfriend that you chose and he beats the shit out of you. It is not your fault. This person that you're with is unwell. 
stop blaming yourself for other people. Traumas happen to us. They are not us. And that is why it's so important to recognize this and to decipher all of this and to make sense of it. Because if you're so consumed by it over years, especially a woman that has been abused by their a person that they actually trusted and loved or fell in love with and still love, it's very difficult to comprehend that it is not their fault <laughs> for what happens to them. Because it's not. You are with an unwell person that has traumatic events built up inside of them that makes you their punching bag. So stop focusing on you're the problem. Release yourself from those thoughts. Be patient with yourself. Again, give yourself some grace. The fifth way to deal with, to heal from trauma is changing your thoughts and behaviors about the situation. So this is something that I teach in my program, actually, in my coaching program, uh, Manifesting My Greatest Life. It's, it's a method that I teach on how to change your thoughts and your behaviors. And when you're focusing on the matter itself over time, it will start affecting you physically, such as rapid uh, heartbeat or sweating. So these are super, super important. I'm, I love this whole technique of changing your thoughts and behaviors. It is not easy, but it is very important to do. Number six for healing from trauma is coping mechanisms. Replacing your, ha your bad habits with new habits. So that are better strategies for you to excel and not depreciate habit so we tend to develop some bad habits or some self-sabotaging habits after we go through a trauma because we might not realize but our body's telling us okay i need to feel better so what makes me feel better let's go eat a big bowl of popcorn at night right before going to bed those are coping mechanisms from trauma from stress from anxiety it's normal but also it's it's also good to recognize these signs. It's okay to dwell on it. It's okay to go through it. Obviously, you need to go through it. But you also need to go through it to understand it and to understand what it is or how it shows up for you, your trauma, what you end up doing to sabotage yourself from your success, from where you want to be, from how you want to look even. Sometimes we want to look good or we're just frustrated at ourselves. We're like, oh my gosh, what happened to me? I gained 30 pounds after my kids. I used to feel amazing. I used to have a bunch of energy. But we realize we literally self-sabotage ourselves. We go out. We eat out all the time. We eat a lot of salt. It retains a lot of water. We're bloated. We get headaches. It's all a chain. It's all a big snowball effect that we end up creating in our own bodies, in our own minds. And once you realize that you have the power to change yourself, nobody else, as hard as that may be to take, I know it was hard on me when I had to go through that, to realize nobody's going to save me. Nobody's going to do anything for me. I can't, my husband can't lose weight for me. My mom can't lose weight for me. My friends can't lose weight for me. I have to lose weight for me. And 
it's not even about losing weight. It's about feeling good in your body. I had to lose weight because I was overweight. The reason why I had to lose weight is because I couldn't even move properly. So it's not the fact of, oh, I want to be physically attractive. It wasn't even that to me. To me, it was, I was winded. I couldn't even go up a flight of stairs. And I have three kids. So that was super important to me. It was a big, big, big wake-up call to me. Like, yo, Steph, come on, man. Like, wake up. You need to talk to yourself. You need to see the signs. You need to understand that what you have gone through and what you're doing to be able to cope with it or kind of suppress it is actually self-sabotaging you for your greatness. You are letting this situation or this trauma take over yourself and you're becoming a worst version of yourself instead of a better version of yourself. So one way to do this is to replace your bad habits with good habits. So let's say you don't exercise at all in a day and you notice your energy level is just shot. You don't have energy for your kids. You come home from work, you're tired, you have to cook, you have to clean up your dishes after, you feed your kids, you do homework, you do the baths, all of that stuff that we all know takes a lot of energy that most of us don't have but when in fact you just do a one small change for yourself if you don't have time at night try to take a walk during your lunchtime take an extra 10 minutes of your lunchtime and go take a walk outside go and start a program start a program before you a workout program I mean to before you go to work get up a little bit earlier give yourself that that grace give yourself that confidence that that you care about yourself you know as mothers we always want to give our kids the best but we end up we end up not even treating ourselves as good as how we treat others we'll make sure that our husband has the proper lunch that he has for the day that he has everything he needs that his clothes is ready that your kids clothes are ready And then you turn around to yourself and you're like, huh, I didn't even do that to myself. You need to take care of yourself in order to be able to take care of others properly. You know how they say that expression, happy wife, happy life? I truly believe that because the wife has so many things that they take care of in a house. I have to say I'm a bit old fashioned. So maybe some of you, you you can't relate and that's okay and good for you. Um, all the power to you, but I like to take care of my family. That's just something that's in me. But the fact that if you're so tired, you're stressed, you're dealing with your emotions, you don't show up as the mom that you want to show up as. You don't show up as the wife that you want to show up as. You show up as a monster. You show up as your trauma, as your stress, your anxiety, your depression, everything that is eating you up inside that you decide not to deal with over small changes that you have power over. So like I said, if it's too hard to get up in the morning a little bit earlier to go take some some 5, 10, 20 minutes even to just take a walk outside, take some fresh air. You have no idea how much small steps every single day can switch your mindset, your body, your health. It's in the small steps that you see big results. 
And again, it's a process. It takes time to get there. You need to be patient with yourself. You'll get frustrating days and then you'll get amazing days. And you need to always focus on your mindset as well as your physical health, your, your environment, who you're around, what triggers you, and how to be alarmed, how to you have this alarm inside of you when you see that you're just not in a right place, whether it's your job, it's just not doing anything for you, then do something about it. Start looking for something in your field. Start looking for something that you're passionate about. There's always a way out of our rut. And humans, we like to just be comfortable But comfort, there's nothing, nothing, nothing that grows out of comfort. Nothing. There's no good that comes out of it. You can be comfortable for a while and that's okay. But then after that, there's nothing to look forward to. And every human being, I don't care who you are, if you've committed a crime, if you've been a jerk uh, your whole life, I don't care. There's some good in you, but you choose to, to give energy to the negativity and possibly the trauma that happened to you, whether it's in your childhood, whether if it's in a relationship or whether if it's uh, an occasion, an event that happened in your adulthood, whatever it may be, whether you focus on the negativity, that's what you're going to get more of. If you focus more on the positive side, that's what you're going to get more of. And nobody feels good in a negative state of mind. And that's what trauma does. It keeps you stuck in that moment that happened that might have been a two-minute stint, that might have been a one-hour stint, or a situation that has been happening for years. But once you click and you realize, huh, I think I'm going through a traumatic event. I think that my body is telling me something. That is the first step towards healing. If you're in denial, you will never heal. If you suppress, you will never heal. And it won't get better until you heal yourself. So I hope this podcast today was educational for you. I hope that you've learned some things that you can apply in your own life. And I will be hosting my next podcast next week. And I'm excited to get have you guys there. So watch out for the next topic for next week. Have an amazing day, guys. And thank you for joining me today. Peace out. Mm-hmm.